Welcome back to Rescued Life, the podcast for women with purpose in pursuit of deep wellness, presence, and purposeful living. I am your host, Coach Kim Holloway. Thanks for tuning in today. So last week in episode one, we talked a lot about why the struggle is so real for so many of us when it comes to eating well and exercising and just taking care of ourselves in general. Like every woman I talk to says, I just really need to make time for myself, but it's just so hard. And they say, I know what to do. I just don't do it, at least not for long. Or I always fall off the wagon and I can't stick to anything. And that's ultimately why I'm here. Because it's time for a departure from trying to fix yourself and instead stepping up to pursue deep, fulfilled wellness, getting on board with nourishing our bodies, our minds, our spirits, because we are important and we deserve to feel awesome in our bodies and in our lives. And not just us, our families deserve the best versions of us too. My kid deserves the mom who gives him my full attention and isn't totally scattered and too tired to chase him around the yard or the house. It's time to stop putting ourselves down and start lifting ourselves up to honor the purposes we've chosen in this life. And that's something we can all get passionate about and stick to because it's a worthy and meaningful cause that goes far beyond appearances and surface level things. So in this episode, I want to give you just a little background on why the show is called Rescued Life. And most of you listening right now might know me and work with me. And so maybe you already know this story, but I think it's a powerful one. Many of you have said it's a powerful one. Um, It definitely is for me. So let me just tell you a little bit about how my life got rescued and ultimately why I want to help you rescue your life as well. So almost eight years ago now, In 2011, back when I was still working full-time at NASA, traveling the world as a communications consultant, uh, trainer, pretty much my first big girl job my friends would have killed for. (laughs) I think the only thing I really cared about back then um, in my personal life really was just approval. Needing others to think I was something, needing men to think I was gorgeous, needing to feel wanted, needing to feel popular, needing to feel important somehow. So naturally, I was very social, trying to be the life of the party, very outgoing, very much a party girl, um, always complaining about some kind of romantic drama, always saying blunt, outrageous things um, in order to kind of strike, you know, strike people as someone worthy of attention. Um, This guy and that guy, and oh dear, how will I decide what to do? Uh, It's kind of funny because this was also around the time I decided to get into life coaching (laughs) and I was actually still pretty good at it, which goes to show that even if you have issues like I did, you still have a lot to offer the world. I still have issues. I still have a lot to offer. So I promise you, no matter where you are at, it doesn't matter. You still have so much to give. (laughs) Um, Anyway, just trying to paint a picture here. So in May of 2011, I met up with a bunch of new friends. We had a cookout and a fire and we're just having probably the most fun I had ever had hanging out with a bunch of people at someone's house when we decided to go out on the water for a midnight sail. So it was kind of just a quick last minute decision. Nine of us on a sailboat, 
um, life jackets stashed away. We brought them with us. Phones in the dry bag in case anything happened. Felt like we were being super responsible. Um, cruising out on the water under a full moon. Carefree, most of us except for me, who was secretly and desperately trying to hide how seasick I was because I just did not want anyone to think I was this horribly uncool person who might throw up off the side of the boat. (laughs) But we eventually slowed down so the girls could take a potty break. And with no one minding the rudder, our boat slowly dipped to one side and slid us all into the 57 degree water without even a splash. We had capsized. Looking around at each other, checking that everyone was okay. We were all in good spirits and in good health. Um, Not everyone was a great swimmer, but we couldn't get to our life jackets and our boats seemed to be sinking. So we decided together that we would swim for shore together. Unfortunately, the extremely strong current, um, not that we could even feel it, but it allowed five people to pass and swim to shore, and it held the rest of us in place. Kind of bizarre, um, but those of us, the other five of us, tried to swim to shore, but got stuck kind of right smack in the middle of the five-mile-wide James River, swimming, but not moving, just stuck. And ultimately stuck there for six hours. Six hours. I shared a small bumper buoy with two of my friends, acquaintances really, in the middle of a cold river, under a full moon, with no sound except the sound of lapping water, and the three of us trying to keep our heads above it. You know, you wouldn't believe how clear you get about life in the middle of a river, in the middle of the night for six hours. Talk about a meditation session, right? Because after a while, it felt like it was just the moon, the water, and me. Time stood still. And I remember wondering, how would it even be possible for us to survive? It has been hours. No one is coming. But I wasn't really even afraid. In reality, in that moment, I was the most calm I've ever been. To be honest, I was mostly wondering, what does it even matter? I felt like I had been swimming and trying so hard forever. Trying so hard my whole life, really, and not getting anywhere. And I just had this overwhelming sense of, who even cares? Why not just let myself float away and stop with all the struggle, the constant struggle? Why not just drift away and let go. I watched as one of the friends with me slowly succumbed to hypothermia right next to me against his will. He had to let go because he became unconscious and there was nothing we could do to help him. I watched as my other friend looked like he wasn't far from the same fate. And I had to ask myself again, geez, Why not just let go? So I share this because that question was the key. Because ultimately, there was an answer. My life may have been tied up in a job I hated, relationships with men who abused and used and trampled all over me, 
a life full of drunken pleasure-seeking and emptiness, always entrenched in some drama, always trying to give my life some kind of false sense of importance by pretending that all of the crap I was so busy with and doing was just such a big deal and just so stressful. But in that river that night, I realized almost nothing in my life, none of the things getting my attention 99% of the time really mattered. It was all pretend important, just time fillers, stuff, a waste. I realized that the very little bit of life that actually mattered had taken a back seat in my life. I was very lucky that night, lucky enough to be rescued by our local police, fire, Coast Guard crews, and Hampton Roads, who just happened to all be mobilized for a search and rescue training operation that morning, right near where we were, when someone finally called it in that they had found our capsized boat in the morning. I'll tell you, if I was ever unsure about God or the universe or whether there is some grand scheme in the cosmos that somehow impacts our fates, for better or for worse, my faith has been restored. I lost a couple of friends that night. And it took me a few years to heal from the guilt and trauma of that. You know what? Maybe some things were my fault. Maybe I could have done something more or different to have brought about a different outcome. But it doesn't matter now. There's nothing I can do to change the past. I can't rewrite history. But in the years I have spent healing and moving forward, I have been reformed, reawakened. And now I am quite certain that it's my job to help you get in the river. That's why I tell this story, to bring you to that still, quiet place where you stare life in the face and fully realize what really matters to you, your reasons for not just letting go or giving up so that you can heal and reform and reawaken too. My purpose and mission is to help you gather the courage to see what you really want, to say no to the things that you don't and to shift perspectives and take action however necessary to live an even more meaningful life. Because you matter, you're important, and you have a purpose. I want to help you see the incredible things about you and your life that you might be missing so that you step fully into all that you're capable of through wise and intentional action. So you don't need to have it all figured out by any means, but I'm inviting you to keep tuning in, exploring, connecting, And to use this time and space together to pause and consider what really matters. To consider how much you matter and to move forward accordingly. So that's it for episode two of Rescued Life. Now you know. Next week, we'll take a look at how I define deep wellness and the four crucial areas where you can invest some energy and get great returns to help you show up as the best you in your most meaningful life. If today's episode resonated with you, please share it. Leave me some positive feedback or connect with me at kimhollowaycoaching.com. I would absolutely love to connect with you. Thanks for tuning in.